This is a Reconstructionist Radio production. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com to download our free audiobooks. The title of this book is Don't Talk to the Police, The Ultimate American Weapon, A Common Lawyer Comments, Copyright 2010, Written by Brent Allen Winters. Visit commonlawyer.com for more information. Chapter 5. Confession. Every Greek from Delphi to Thermoplay was initiated in the mysteries of the Temple of Delphi. Their secrecy upon every point where silence was commanded was guaranteed. Therefore, by fear of the evils threatened to a perjured revelation and by a general confession required from each aspirant to this initiation, a confession which rather caused them to fear the indiscretion of the priest than to give the latter occasion to doubt theirs. Eusebi Salverdi, The Philosophy of Magic, Prodigies, and Apparent Miracles, 232, Richard Bentley, 1846. It could well be said that a country, preserved at the sacrifice of all the cardinal principles of liberty, is not worth the cost of preservation. Ex parte Milligan, 4, Wallace, 2, 1866. The mandatory confession and confession booth arose first at Babylon. From thence it has spread. Its purpose is to gather intelligence through confession, which then can be used to ensure obedience, using enticement and fear. Simply put, if a person is disobedient to the powers that be, it will expose and exploit his confessed secrets. Accordingly, the confessional success depends upon secrecy and seduction, fear and intimidation. Confession and the confessional enable the powers that be to usurp through the manipulations of priestcraft God's exclusive lordship over the conscience of the fearful, frail, gullible, and defenseless. In short, the confession booth slips an impostor between a man and his maker. Scripture and the common law of evidence, however, reject this interloping inquisitor, both viewing confession as always being the weakest of evidence especially when wrongly gotten by a policeman's, government agent's, or prosecutor's intimidation. The power of accusation, especially from those of esteemed position, can cause the human, in his frailty, to doubt even his clear innocence, thus also the power of Satan, the great accuser. The system of the confessional grew out of the Chaldean priesthood's claim to be the sole depositories of the true faith. Men accepted that priests alone held the key to understanding the mythology of Babylon, a key handed down to them from primeval, pre-Noah, antiquity. They, with the city-state's enforcement, demanded faith in their dogmas, shaped to their liking. The state's use of confession, and the confessional, the ancient Babylonian tool of priestcraft, to control and manipulate men and their wealth, has scattered and now covers to varying degrees the entire globe, whether through the false ceremony of religion or through the false devices of state power, the effectiveness of the confessional depends upon inducement and magnification of fear. In the ceremony of religion, fear of damnation forever. In the clutches of state power, fear of vexed emotions or pain of body. In either case, the inducer of confession seeks to extract the words he wants for the powers that be. Thus are confession and the confessional the chief devices of the seducer and dominator, and the pillar of Babylonianism, whatever the label, from Romanism 
to Brahmanism. The inquisitional methods of the confession, police interrogation, intimidation, inciting of fear, discomfort, and emotional distraught followed by promises of relief and confessional evidence are abhorrent to both scripture and the common law tradition. At the inquisition of Jesus, the Jewish elders, chief priests, and scribes in council, all in violation of God's law and Hebrew custom, closed discovery and evidence, declaring, What need do we have of further witnesses? For we have heard confession from his mouth. Luke 22.71 Their conclusion was further unlawful because Scripture requires a minimum of two witnesses to establish any material fact. A man's confession, therefore, standing alone, falls short of this standard by one witness. To be sure, confession of sin is good for the soul. It is to be made, however, foremost and direct to God. Indeed, some sins, says Scripture, are a sin to speak of to other men. See Ephesians 5.12. Therefore, the principles of the confession booth and the Inquisition, whether in a tribunal or police interrogation, are unlawful tools of oppression. Though false systems of religion, law, and government claim authority for their inquisitional powers, and though men, made fearful, submit to these powers, inquisition nonetheless usurps God's prerogative. See Matthew 10.28. Jesus Christ declared that though men are able to destroy a person's body, only God holds jurisdiction and power of destruction over all three aspects of a person's being, body, soul, and spirit. It is false religion's lie and earthbound government's usurpation that seeks violation of one's freedom of conscience through confession by coercion, trick, or false teaching. Further, it is the fear of man and idolatry to submit to such usurpation. See generally Brent Allen Winter's Excellence of the Common Law, 4.8 to 4.8.2, 2008, discussing the common law right to remain silent. Scripture stresses the duty to discern when to keep silent as much as it stresses the responsibility to discern when to speak. In all events, Scripture calls foolish that one revealing his conscience, what he knows, to all others without discernment. Confession's Power to Control Confession has always been and remains a chief device of the evil empire's domination of men. Following the Council of Trent's unqualified endorsement, the Jesuits became the church's most popular confessors. Ignatius commanded, Jesuits should not allow anyone to lead the confessional entirely without comfort. The Jesuits quickly recognized the power of confession and competed for the business. Always go to the Jesuits for confession, it was said in Germany, for they put cushions under your knees and under your elbows. For two centuries, all the French kings, from Henry III to Louis XV, confessed to Jesuits. All German emperors after the early 17th century would confess to Jesuits as well. Jesuits would take the confessions of all dukes of Bavaria after 1579, most rulers of Poland and Portugal, the Spanish kings in the 18th century, and James II of England. The sacrament of confession kept Jesuit information channels loaded with vital state secrets. It also furnished the society an ideal vehicle for controlling political action. One of the most dramatic instances is found in the famous memoir of Francois de la Chaise, Jesuit confessor to the painfully diseased king of France from 1675 until 1709. Quote, Many a time I have had King Louis XIV 
at confession. I have shook hell about his ears and made him sigh, fear, and tremble before I would give him absolution. By this, I saw that he had still an inclination to me and was willing to be under my government. So I set the baseness of the action before him by telling the whole story and how wicked it was and that it could not be forgiven till he had done some good action to balance that and expiate the crime. Whereupon, he at last asked me what he must do. I told him that he must root out all heretics from his kingdom. End quote. Louis obeyed his confessor by revoking the Edict of Nantes in October 1685, which demolished all remaining Protestant church buildings in France, prohibited all private worship under penalty of prison or forfeit of all property, banished all Protestant pastors from France within 15 days, closed all Protestant schools, prohibited parents from teaching their children the Bible, laid an injunction upon them under a penalty of 500 livres in each case, unless they have their children baptized by the parish priest and brought up in the Roman Catholic religion, confiscated the property and goods of all Protestant refugees who failed to return to France within four months, sent to the galleys for life, all men, and to prison for life, all women, caught trying to escape from France, where the powers that be demand confession, domination, and abuse rules.